You're listening to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is 114. My son is my uncle. my birthday happy birthday to me happy birthday to me happy birthday to me happy birthday to me (laughs) hello everyone welcome to another episode yes it is my birthday today unbelievable and it recorded a podcast episode on my actual birthday i was i wanted to do one before my leicester comedy festival solo show um, but I just, I didn't get a chance to do it. So I thought, right, I'll do one today on my birthday. I've got nothing to do. <laughs> it's just another day, isn't it? <laughs> just another Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I had a great festival, guys. It, my show went really well. I had 10 people in and they were all up for it. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't have asked for a better audience. From the beginning, they were laughing, and I was like, this is my audience. This this is what I want. <laughs> it would have been nice to have a full room, but I, do you know what? Those 10 people made it feel like a te- they were, it was a full room. Honestly, they were the best. If you guys were at my show and you, you listened to this podcast, thank you for coming to, to uh, support me. I mean, you took a stunt. You didn't know who I was. You thought, let's go and watch this guy. I'll be honest, right, I enjoyed it so much. I did get interrupted 10 minutes into my material, some bloke coming late. <laughs> and then I ended up just chatting to him for about five minutes. And he was quite, he came part of the show. <laughs> he kind of did. And he just, he wanted to sit right at the front. He didn't want to sit with his mates. But honestly, it was great, man. Everything worked like a dream. Uh, I think my order needs changing, though. <laughs> it does need changing, but I'm really, I'm really, really pleased with it. I think it was the best solo show I've ever done. <laughs> I mean, I've done a one-liner show and in Edinburgh and stuff like that, but honestly, storytelling I think is the way forward for me because <laughs> I just enjoy it. I love, you know, talking about everything and anything. Yeah, I had one bloke who gave me a standing applause, so that was really nice of him at the end. <laughs> he gave me a standing applause. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Do you know what? I want to take it on tour now. I think my set is so strong, it can definitely be a tour show. That is my next goal, is to start taking it on tour. And who knows? Maybe I'll start touring it overseas. If somebody sees me and goes, you know what? That is a great show. That is, I want to take this guy. I want to take him everywhere. So <laughs> we'll see. You have to dream, innit? What's the point of living if you don't dream? <laughs> yeah, I did catch a couple of other shows. I did I did some spots on the day of my fe- uh, festival show afterwards. And they were a lot of fun. Um, I got to see Ishan Akbar as well. He was at the Big Difference Comedy Club. At the Leicester Comedy Festival, I went down to watch him because another friend of mine, Steve Lee, who plays a character called Madron, 
he bought me a ticket and he was like, let's go and see him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go on then. I don't mind. And Isham was great. He had a full room, man. There was loads of people in there for him. And he was just doing like new stuff. And uh, it was like a workshop. But it was very entertaining. I really enjoyed Ishan. I think he's a great comic. And that's what I've been up to. It is my birthday. As I've already mentioned. And I thought about going to Popeye's. <laughs> you know Popeye's uh, Louisiana. Is it Louisiana? How do you say it? Louisiana. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Anyway, the American brand Popeye's. It's finally arrived in Birmingham. And they've got a restaurant in the city centre. So I thought as it's my birthday... I'm going to go down there and I'm going to do a little takeaway and grab some food and then come back and eat that later on with the kids. <laughs> you know, when it's like your birthday, you start to get emails, don't you? Today, it's your birthday. Let's celebrate by giving you 20% off of summer. <laughs> I had an email from this company called Lotto Go, right? And I think it's a gambling site. And they're like, you can have 20 free spins as it's your birthday. Where did you get my email address from? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That is not going to benefit me. I need a discount from Popeye's chicken. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah, I could do with that. Actually, you know what? Talking about emails and scams and stuff. I was going to do Ask the UK, right? This kind of relates to scamming. It's quite interesting because I want to know... What's basically happened? This one's been posted by Dr. Manhattan underscore 69. <laughs> the question is put down is, my dad has fallen in love with a Nigerian scammer. After his brain injury, what can I do? <laughs> I shouldn't even be laughing. Your dad's fallen in love with a Nigerian scammer. I think what you could probably do is block that person somehow. From contacting your dad. Maybe change his email address if possible. Change all the details. That's what I would say. Obviously this Nigerian scammer is abroad. Taking vulnerability of another person. That's what these scammers do, don't they? They find they find a weak point on someone and then they just target that. That That is rife. That's the only bad thing about the internet, I think. You know? All the scammers that you get on there. <laughs> you can't trust no one these days, man. So anyway, he's put down. My dad met this scammer on Instagram six months ago. Posing as a model. <laughs> she told him she lives in Arizona, USA. I suppose the English was so bad. That's what probably gave it away. My dad has a brain injury recently and not in his right mind. I will believe anything and everything. He has been sending money to this person. And so far has taken £2,500. Wow, that's a lot of money. He won't believe she's not real. He will believe literally anything the scammer tells him. The fact it's a scammer is incredibly obvious and he's in complete denial and starts getting aggressive when you tell him she is not real or show the overwhelming amount of evidence and there is tons of evidence. Now, that's a difficult one because obviously dad's had a brain injury and, you know, the brain's not functioning as it should. That is quite a difficult one because he's got the phone. You can't change the account. I don't know if you can report it to the scammer. There's got to be some kind of scammer thing, isn't there? 
There's a TV show on the UK where they deal with scammers. Intercepting scammers, I think it's called. And they, they talk about stuff like this. So maybe they can help. Maybe you can email them and see what they say. There's got to be a way you can block the account. There has to be. <laughs> There's got to be. I don't, I don't think you're going to get your money back, though. Don't think. I don't think your dad's going to get any of that back, but you can stop it from carrying on. Yeah. So he's, he's also put down, I have shown him the actual model and the scammer has brainwashed him into thinking she's a lookalike. He's now buying her an Apple gift card and has sent about £500. He's convinced she's poor and has no money and is selling the card so she can have food. At this rate, I'm convinced he will blow his life savings on her. Ooh, that is a very difficult one, Dr. Manhattan. That's probably my best advice is get in touch. The fraud team, maybe the bank. Bank might help. Speak to the bank. So this is what's going on. And I need you to stop all the payments going into that account. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's what you can do. But yeah, it, it's rife, isn't it? It's rife, these scamming things, man. <laughs> I shouldn't even be laughing, but it does happen. Actually, you know what? I got... Because obviously I do this podcast, right? And I've received a sponsorship request. I don't know if it's real. Like, I'm not going to pay them any money. <laughs> I'm sure they, they're going to pay me, aren't they? And I, I've had emails like this before, right? Where it's very... You can tell it's like... I don't know if it's real. I'll read it out to you. It says, I'm BB... From Magic Mind, we love your podcast, crazy little thing called Love Dev, and we'd like to sponsor one or more of your episodes. So when they say they want to sponsor one or more of my episodes, does that mean they want to pay me? (laughs) They're kind of like a vitamin company, and they they specialize in this. I think it's a drink. I'm not quite sure. I don't want to read too much on it in case they do... You know, it does become a real thing. But, yeah, they basically they deal with vitamins, right? Nutriments and stuff. And um, I've had a look at their Instagram page and their Facebook page, and they seem like a legit company. And the interesting thing about it is they've got uh, Joe Rogan advertising one of their products. So I'm thinking, yeah, maybe it is real. And they've actually got other comedians in America that are doing it. So maybe they're looking to broaden their company and hit the uk market which is going to be massive for them if it does take off yeah maybe i will consider it (laughs) if i start sending them two and a half grand three grand make sure you you report it for me not that you're gonna know are you you're really not gonna know who i'm sending my money to are you that does not make any sense (laughs) if my podcast gets shut down right because these guys are actual scammers and they've took control of it, then do let me know. <laughs> That's all you have to do is to let me know. I've got a couple of stuff going on uh, this week. I've actually got a host of bingo night. I've been doing a couple of them. I've done two so far. I've got one this Friday. It's normally good fun, but it turns out to be a really long night. Do you know what I mean? You're there for like three hours. Because <laughs> you're the host you got to be entertaining and stuff. I'm not very entertaining, am I? Unless I'm doing jokes, because I can be myself then. That's when I can be entertaining, isn't it? 
Actually, let, talking about entertaining, let's do a no stupid question, see if anything there is going to entertain us, folks. Right, this question is absolutely brilliant on the no stupid questions forum on Reddit. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to answer this because I have no experience unless I was a child. But when you're a child, you don't really know then as well. Depending on your age. Right, you're thinking, what is he talking about? Basically, this one's going to be posted by Annan, and Annan has said, how the hell do some people regularly have skid marks in their drawers? <laughs> I want to know what kind of survey Annan has done. Does this guy, does he go to the local swimming baths or a gym, and he sees people getting changed, and then he looks at their at their underpants and thinks, oh my God, this guy's got a skid mark on his bum. <laughs> or he works in an old folks home and sees it every single day now if you work in an old folks home there's a reason why you're seeing that obviously they're old they can't look after themselves which is why they're there if you're in a swimming bath you're a bit of a pervert mate stop looking <laughs> i'll be honest when i go to the gym i don't see any skid marks on my own pants as well, as well as others. I don't really see it. <laughs> but children, yeah, occasionally, you know, like my son, if I'm doing his washing and I'll see his underpants and I'll be like, oh, my God, that's bloody disgusting. Don't you wash your bum, mate? <laughs> He's put down, why is it so common? How does he know it's so common? I've seen multiple posts of people finding their roommates, boyfriends, husbands' underwear with skid marks on them. This is brilliant. <laughs> what forum is he on? I haven't seen these questions. Do people forget to wipe their arseas? Yeah, some people do. As Asians, right? There's a, there's a, there's a top secret. Asian people don't use tissues. Now, you're all thinking, what are you on about, mate? We do use a tissue, but a lot of Asian people wash their bum with water. Did you know that? <laughs> That's why when you go abroad, right, you go to a foreign country, and you'll see, like, a toilet, which is... Uh, do you know what? I wouldn't mind one of them for my birthday. It's a toilet, and it squirts out water on your bum. Yeah. And then you basically wash your bum, right, with your hand. Obviously, you're thinking, oh, that's disgusting. But if you wash your hands afterwards properly with soap, you know, sing happy birthday to yourself and wash with your with your soap, you're absolutely fine. That's probably why you don't see a lot of Asian people with skin marks on their bobs. <laughs> why is it so normal for some people? He's put down. I would say those that are normal, if it's normal for them, they're just absolutely lazy. And very unhygienic. That's, that's my answer. I cannot fathom taking off my drawers and seeing skid marks and thinking, that's fine. <laughs> and why is it more common in men? I don't know, mate. Men are the worst. I, I'll go to a gig, right? And I'll go and use a public toilet. When I mean public, I mean with the, with the audience members, right? If there isn't one in the green room. And I always see audience members right blokes will come in they'll have a piddle 
and they will leave and they won't even be washing their hands. And I think to myself, you're disgusting, mate. I don't even want to see your face in the audience. I don't know what the women are like. I've heard women can be worse than that. I've had female friends tell me that the toilets, women's toilets, are just as bad as the men's. And they're very hard to believe, but it could be true as well. <laughs> Someone's put down, I couldn't trust a fart for four years after having my appendix removed. I don't know, mate. I've, I've hope I answered it. I don't even want to go further on with this question because it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> absolutely filthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite a clean person. I've told you this about a million times. I've got to make sure I'm clean. You know what I mean? Head to toe. I hate smelling. I hate it. Sometimes I'll come back from work and my wife will be like, you smell like bleach or I smell like some kind of disinfectant. That's because I've been in an hospital all day and, and the hospitals tend to smell like that. And then you have to use the products yourself. You know what I mean? you got to clean up and stuff, you know, make sure your space is um, bacterially free. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons. I want to do a weird news story so I can crack on with the rest of my birthday. Although I'm not doing anything, but you know what I mean? I might just chill. Might do a bit of writing, you know what I mean? Carry on writing my comedy. Maybe this will give me some comedy. I hope it's a good weird news story. Let's find out. And you know what, folks? Just like that, I think I found the most bizarrest story of all the stories that I've probably done on this podcast. <laughs> It sounds so bizarre, right, that I think it's made up. <laughs> I'm really not sure. All right, let, let's let's do it. I don't know where it is, what country it comes from. The title is just as mind-boggling. Here it is. Dad devastated to learn his son is actually his uncle. Hang on a minute. What was that? Scra wait, scratch a record. Dad devastated to learn his son is actually his uncle. I can't get my head around this. So he's basically saying his son is actually his uncle. This can't be right. Okay, let's have a look. With the onset of at-home DNA testing, there have been more and more heartbreaking instances of parents learning a child isn't theirs. The most common cause is, of course, an unfaithful partner. The news can be devastating for some, but it was especially painful for one man who shared his shocking story on TikTok. In the video, he explained how he learned that the boy he thought was his son is actually his uncle. <laughs> so how did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? I want to know, how did that happen? It sounds like it's true, because it, he's put it on TikTok. While the man and his girlfriend had been staying at his grandfather's during the time, the man's girlfriend wound up having an affair with his granddad. <laughs> that led to the baby boy, which the man thought was his own. <laughs> oh, God, his granddad, you know. As if that wasn't crazy enough, it turns out the grandfather has done stuff like this before. <laughs> His grandfather must be good looking if he's done it before. The TikTok is captioned, 
Can't believe I expected more from a man that had a whole other family around the corner from my granny's house. <laughs> In a follow-up post, the man added that he still wants to be part of his son slash uncle's life. <laughs> he still calls him his son. But he also questioned why his grandfather would hurt him like this. In a different video, he described how he found out about the affair. I would be more hurt from the girlfriend as well. Why would you be hurt with your grandfather than not the girlfriend who's had the affair with your granddad? Explaining that he kept hearing texts coming in on his girlfriend's phone, so he checked to see what was going on. And that's when he saw the texts were from his granddad. <laughs> he then found years worth of messages from his granddad, including pictures and explicit stuff. Commenters were very supportive of the man writing things like, I'm so sorry, I know it seems dark now. Get some time away for yourself. You didn't deserve this, but there is someone else out there for you. And don't stop loving that young man. It's your time to stand tall in all of this. Break the silence and love that boy regardless of what title he has. That was probably one of the strangest stories I've ever heard. I couldn't work it out. I'll be honest, some of you probably did. Oh, it must be his granddad has had an affair with his partner, which makes him an uncle now. <laughs> Officially, it is his uncle, isn't it? Because that's still his granddad, biologically, that's his granddad. What a shame. What an absolutely sh a sad story, eh? <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but it is quite sad. I'm going to end the podcast there because it is my birthday. It's shorter than usual, but who knows? Maybe I'll have more stuff to talk about next week or the end of this week. I'll see how I feel. If you really did enjoy that, as it's my birthday, guys, I'll tell you what would be amazing leaving me a review on Apple or whatever thing you listen to. Go on Google. My, my podcast is on Google. Go and put a little quick review and maybe say happy birthday on it as well. And then I'll know who you are. I know a lot of you listeners stay anonymous. So I don't, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I've got listeners from all over the globe. I don't know who you guys are, but thank you for listening to this podcast. And I will have a great birthday. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. Ta-da. Uh -huh.